Welcome to the second episode of What Is This Anyway, a podcast about gaming, streaming, and generally surviving in 2020. Welcome, welcome to another week. It's another How- week. It's a beautiful week. You're surviving. I'm surviving. Everything okay over there. Doing great in Florida. Having a good time. How <laughs> is down there in Florida? That was uh... terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are doing great. You know, it's, it's just, just like awful. Yeah. Um, you're doing fantastic, honey. You know, nice job. Uh, I mean, we should just wall you. I mean, you know, we watched Escape from New York a couple weeks ago on the 24 hour stream that I did. Yeah. And maybe we should just wall Florida off. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Call it the new, the new prison state. It's just awful. I mean, nobody really cares about wearing a mask. So that's, that's such an, so it's, here's the, here's the crazy thing is, so I live in North, I live in North Carolina for those that don't know. And I lived in Florida for many, many, many years, probably 20 of my 35 years were spent in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, North Carolina is is very backwards in a lot of ways compared to Florida. But one thing that they have not been backwards on is their like response to this whole thing. Like we had, we closed restaurants super early. We have mandates like you cannot be in public, um, in public situations without a mask. Um, like you can't, you can't even go into a mall or a restaurant without a mask on. Yeah. I think um, now, um, Florida's caught up to that, but it, it still feels pretty behind. Like, you'll pretty consistently find people who just don't care about how close they are to you or if they're wearing a mask or whatever. And like, I don't really care that much. It's not the end of the world for me, but it's very indicative of kind of the state of the state right now. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's if anything, this has taught you like who it's another one of those great filters for your, your social media friends list. Right. (laughs) <laughs> and like you can just be like yeah you know you you're, you kind of have weeded those people out over the years you know like the yeah the days and now like the ones that are like i just can't you know some person got mad at me because i wasn't wearing a mask and it's like yeah they should have <laughs> yeah i mean i i hate wearing it because i have really bad allergies and it it's yeah. already hard enough for me to breathe just normally but then i put a mask on and it's awful but yeah i I totally understand yeah but i mean it is what it you know like there's situations where you can get around it right but like i don't know it's it's that old hey man maybe it's not about you that you (laughs) i'd love to tell that like there's there's this lady and i i shall not name the burrito establishment um but they greet you quite loudly upon entrance Ah. so so there's there's one of those very close to me and it's like my spot i go once a week you know and just have great case and get my burrito i mean how could you know that they have great i've given no identifying (laughs) information um in case they ever decide they want to sponsor us um but anyway so i go in there and every time the the woman that is very friendly very nice um, always packs my burrito with her mask down around like below her nose. Oh, 
And every time I'm just like, lady, why are you even wearing it? Yeah. <laughs> I tell her that every time I say it to her every time in like a friendly way. Like I'm like, you know, that thing doesn't work if you don't pull it up. You might as well just take it off. And like I've, I was, I was very nice about it the first time, but like I've progressively gotten nastier each time. Um, and like this is the third time where I'm just like, I try not to be mean, but it's like, look, like you're breathing on people's food. What are you doing? Yeah, I, I was walking into Walmart and the greeter had her mask down below her nose. I'm just like, why? 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 What's wrong with you? It's like don't even wear it. Like if you're you're making some sort of statement, like yeah, you know, make yeah. your. I mean, you're you're an idiot. But I mean, if you're gonna proclaim your idiocy, like do it loud and proud. You know. I don't yeah. know. It's weird. It's a weird time that we're living in. Where it's it's the most bizarre year I think we've. The evidence of selfishness is clearly on people's faces, uh, in a way that was never before seen. It's pretty remarkable how how easy it is to talk about new developments in 2020. I feel like every week there's a new headline. Yeah. There's always something, right? Yeah. Like there's always something new, uh, because you know, we have time to absorb it. <laughs> you know, like we're, we have nothing else going on. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, Oh yeah, there were things. So, so what, what, what new things happened for you this week? Do you have anything exciting? Um, that you can talk about? Nah, not really. I mean, this has been a pretty behind week for me. I've just been kind of behind on sleep all week to the extent that I thought today was Monday. I actually woke up today, started working, and then realized it was Sunday. (laughs) Answered like 20 emails and then... (laughs) And then I just shut my laptop and like went back to sleep. (laughs) Why isn't anybody replying to me? What's up? Yeah. And uh, I I, I got put on this project back at the beginning of the week that kind of caught me off guard. And it's one of those, like they want it done by the seventh and there's like company mandated holidays for, uh, last Friday and tomorrow being Monday. Mm, Okay. So the fourth is probably the earliest that we can work on it. But now there's a tropical storm coming and the office is closed until Wednesday at the latest or the earliest rather. So now I'm like, I've just been in this remote hellhole we're trying to work on this system that is perpetually hanging yikes and, uh, it, it's just been a nightmare but yeah that's no fun how about yourself <laughs> you having a good um time? let me think so what have i had going on this week um a lot of streaming obviously because i'm like full stream full-time streaming now um uh doing a lot of like so it's weird i i think one of the things that People don't know. They think like, oh, you so you just, you know, you just find your game and you turn it, you turn the the stream on and you just go. Right. And so if you stream, you know, say you stream seven hours a day or eight hours a day, you just hit the button, go, and then you're done. It's all over. And it's just so much more work than that. It's crazy because I actually stream at two for a number of different reasons. But but so I stream at 2 p.m. and the whole morning is me doing weird admin stuff um it's like me um you know cutting up vods for youtube videos and like um you know reaching out to to publishers for keys and responding to to different things it's just 
And that sort of like caught up with me this week where it was just like starting to like, wow, this is a lot of work. Like I'm doing a lot of work. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of work early and I actually streamed a little less like than I I had been where I was streaming till I was starting at two and I would go till maybe 10 or 11. Mm -hmm. And this week I was just like I would hit I actually got to about seven every day. And then what I would do is I would actually take a break and eat and like have dinner and like play with the dogs and and sort of just get away from it and then come back at nine for whatever scheduled thing I have. Because the way I schedule things on the stream is like, so I have the, you know, 2 p.m. I do my normal stream. And then at nine, if we have any like weird events. So for instance, like we do a watch party, we watch a classic movie every Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Um, We watched Over the Top this week, which is... (laughs) I could I could do an entire podcast about that movie. Have you ever seen Over the Top? No. Oh man. So <laughs> over the so over to over the top is about three things. Trucks, like big rig trucks, fatherhood, and arm wrestling. Okay. <laughs> and it's great too because so i'm i'm actually from jacksonville florida and um the guy at the end the like evil challenger yeah uh his name is bull something and he's like screaming i own you in like sylvester stallone's face the entire movie it's very good but so he they they go to announce him and i never noticed before but they're like bull you know hurley from jacksonville florida and i'm like hell yeah (laughs) <laughs> Duval, you know, um, it was, it was pretty funny, but, but I, I, so anyway, so I watched, I do stuff like that at nine o'clock every time. So what I've been doing now is like, I sort of stream for, you know, the normal time, take a break, eat dinner. And then I come back because I I've started like, man, my energy level at after going like seven or eight hours is just like non-existent. Yeah, you're, you're shot. Yeah. I've got nothing left. And I'm just like trying to plow through and like, that's not a good experience for anybody. Nobody's having a good time. So, yeah, I, I think, um, I, I've had a pretty interesting development to my approach to streaming lately. Cause I've been kind of intentionally doing things that I know won't get me viewers. Um, that's a, that's but, a bold strategy. Cotton. Can you, <laughs> can you explain that one? Yeah, let's hear it. Well, so for example, um, fury, right. Mm hmm. It's not going to get me viewers. It's just not. But that being said, um, one of my viewers who's like always hanging out with me really Mm -hmm. wanted me to play it. Um, And so I I would rather put a night aside to, you know, play it for him than, you know, go fire up like filler game that's going to get get viewers. Yep. Yeah. So it really because I think the. Well, for, for one, I, I I have a lot more fun and I can get through streaming much easier when I'm doing something I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I don't particularly enjoy feeling trapped in a game or like I have to play a game or um, like if I like, for example, there's this new game that just came out like Rocket Arena, which mm-hmm. I was playing a little bit. And it's pretty good for getting viewers. Like I was pretty steadily getting like up to like 35 years or so playing it. But all of my regulars like hate it. <laughs> I mean, just hate it's it. Good. Yeah, because it's we played a little bit of that this weekend. Uh, we'll get into that, but yeah, I played a little bit. I I don't like it. I I actually think it's okay. 
but I don't think it's very fun to watch is what I would say. Yeah, um, I, I I would agree with that. I also, for some reason, I, I which we don't have to talk about this now, but I feel like the making it watchable on stream is oddly very difficult. Like it just looks like crap on stream. Yeah, I don't know why. it is. It is really it's the amount of movement and yeah, the amount yeah. of like stuff that's on the screen. It's just like um, a blurry mess. <laughs> you can you can blame Twitch for that, actually, because they're low bit rate. Um, because if, if you were streaming that on a formerly a now defunct platform at 10,000 bit rate, it would look fantastic. Yeah. Um, but because we're, we're locked into the 6k bit rate, it's tough. So, um, no, so, you know, I've been doing a little of that as well, to be honest, um, where I'm, I'm chasing the viewers a little less. And what I'm chasing is, um, like, yeah, entertainment for my regs is the best way. You know, I started playing Ghosts, like Ghost of Tsushima, and um, that is a game I would have never played on stream ever, because a lot of people would be like, "Oh, that God, that game is super long, and it's a story game, and it's hard to watch." Know, yeah, it's hard to watch, and like, but m my viewers like love it. They were like so hyped for me to play it, and they asked a million times for me to play it. So I finally was just like, "All right, I'll play it." And now I'm like 25 hours into this thing. I'm just like, wow, this game is long, huh, guys? You know, uh, but it's it's fun. It's a good game. Um, I'm not complaining. But they are really enjoying it, and that's kind of what matters. I think the key with a lot of that stuff, though, is to is to turn it into like content that you push elsewhere, right? Um, yeah, if you were like I, trying to turn it into money, I guess, but who cares, right? I yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, it's really weird for me because, especially the past two weeks have been very low view count for me, especially relative mm -hmm. to pretty much every other week I've streamed, which I think is just largely due to the games I'm playing. Um, also, I've just been so busy with work that I've only been able to stream for like three to four hours a night right now. Mm -hmm. Um. But regardless, I mean, to me, what matters is just getting some kind of follower every day and just like kind of yeah. consistently having some kind of growth because I look at my future projections and it's like great. I mean, it's just it's great. And I'm on track for all of that. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, for me, it's just kind of like. I don't know, I, I feel like a lot of people would be very stressed out when they might be in like a position I'm in right now, but I don't know it, for me again, like it, the fact that I have consistent viewers is really what matters to me. Yep. That's what, that's what I care about too. And just, just the, the needle moves. Like yeah. that's really yeah. all I care about is just the, does the needle move? And I don't know for, the, the thing that the two things that I've been watching is like, do I get followers? Does the live views go up? Right. And does the average viewer go up? And then I don't even look at the subs at all because I think they're just so wildly like, especially at, at our size, I think the sub is like, who knows, you know, you like go, if, I, if, I've gone from 150 to 30 back up to 90 back down to yeah. 60 back up to 120. I mean, like it's, yeah, just, it's so, it's, totally it's so random. wild. Yeah, yeah. It's completely right. And it's also, you know, like I did a 24 hour stream and people are hyped during that. And you know, you finish and like 10 people gift a bunch of subs and they're yeah. just like pogged out of their mind that you made it 24 hours. Um, but that's not like, it's not a realistic, I, that's cool. But I always tell them like, Hey, if you have a choice between like 
giving me money and just watching me, I would much rather you just watch me, you know, um, just hang out, like be here <laughs> and tell other people to be here. That's all I care about. Um, cause you know, this is, this is like, I think streaming, you have to look at it as like an extremely long play. You know, you're not going to, yeah, you're not going to win all at once. So no, yeah. I mean, realistically you need to come to terms in, in pretty much in the first day I started streaming what I, came to terms with is that probably the first year I need to expect to have like five viewers. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I'm just, it's just kind of how it is. Yeah. Um, and if you look at a lot of people who stream it, it really is just it, with how you grow on Twitch, it's very exponential. It, it doesn't just happen by gaining one follower which translates to one viewer every day it's it's yeah. more of a well it also like growth begets growth which is weird it's very it's like a it's very snowball you know it's like a it's like a, a rock gathering moss you know you're like shoving it and the, it's just slowly accumulate it's very katamari damacy right <laughs> yeah where you're like you're pushing this like weird ball around of you and you're just you're pushing it around in different ways to like maybe hit a lawn chair or you know a cat and get it stuck in there and then maybe because you got a cat another cat comes up and you get a couple more of those you know what i mean and you're just sort of like maneuvering this ball around and then what happens is eventually the ball is so big that it just grabs more and more on its own and you don't have to do as much um I don't know. I'm I'm having I'm still having a good time with it and I'm not upset. But I, I think that um a lot of people don't see it that way. Also, like this is a weird time where I think a lot of people are gonna feel very pressured to make money off of streaming. And I feel bad for them in those in those yeah. respects. I've seen a, like a couple of people go, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stream all the time now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know? you you really I'm can't like, approach it from a financial Yeah. My approach to it is purely just to, I whatever I garner from streaming, I just put right back into streaming. Yep, that's exactly like, what like I I'm buying too. a new G or GPU, I'm buying a DSLR, buying some other stuff, like purely just with what you get from streaming. So. Yeah, just just shove that money right back in. Um, all the money that I've made from streaming is going into creative, so uh, yeah, like logo and stuff, but. Streaming talk, yay. Um, we're still alive. That's what matters. We're still alive, still healthy. I mean, it, a year from now, regardless, it, one of the it, kind of wrapping up the streaming talk stuff, but my um, my mentality with it is always a year from now, you're going to be bigger than you were now. Yeah. So just unless you enjoy, stop. Yeah. And just you know. enjoy the ride because really... Um, and I've felt this very recently when, especially when I was playing a lot of Torchlight 3, like when you're relatively big, um, you know, averaging 80 viewers or whatever, um, but the game starts to really wear you down. It's not the same experience as when you're just like shooting the shit with, you know, 10 people or whatever, yeah. whatever you want. So I have, I have way more fun when I'm playing the game that I want to play and I have like three active chatters than yeah. I am when I have... 30 people watching me play Tarkov and it's super late in the wipe 
and I'm just miserable. You know what I mean? Like because Tarkov like is the wildest disparity in enjoyment of a game that I've ever played. I've never had a game where it's so wild. Only League maybe came close where it could be so much fun one day and then the very next day it's just like awful. <laughs> it just it just feels awful, you know, and you're just dying over and over and over. Um, or like the game is in a weird state where they missed some bug and people are abusing it. And um, But I have way, on those days when... I am having fun. I would much rather do that than stream. To, I, I would always take fun over triple the viewers, in my opinion. So, And hopefully eventually you don't have to pay attention to it, right? Yeah, well, I, I think the dream is that you can just play whatever you want. Yep. I, I know for me... Um, I stream 2,000 days in a row. <laughs> 2,000 days in a row, yeah. I mean, I like I said, I mean, I'm I'm doing the year and then after that, I don't really know, but I'm I'm mentally preparing myself to go for at least another year after. It really wow. depends. I I think part of it is that I'm just not. Um, it, it it's really kind of the first time I've found something in my life that I really enjoy doing, mm -hmm. that I actively look forward to doing. I'm not just doing it for a paycheck. I'm not doing it for whatever. So that I, I think that's why um, I can look at these kind of obscene goals and just kind of yeah do it you know because it, yeah it's just... i think like I, I feel exactly the same way right i i think and the weird part about it for me is it's almost like the enjoyment that i get from streaming is very separate than the game part yeah which is very weird for me um like i would have thought that the fun would be the video games but it's the video games are just like a vehicle to the fun yeah, so for me, part of it is um, I have pretty bad, it, for whatever reason, I have really bad anxiety with playing games alone. Um, I don't know why. If it's not a multiplayer game, I, I feel really uncomfortable just playing single player games on my own. Hmm. Um, like, and that extends to, for example, if I'm playing like StarCraft 1v1, if I'm streaming it, totally comfortable. But if I'm playing just alone, I'm like miserable. It's just it's the yeah. Least so like, would you, you would never play like Fury by yourself, like at your house? No, never, never. Yeah. But I'm having a blast playing it on stream. Interesting. Um, same for like Dark Souls, or same for anything really. It, it's it's like this weird anxiety that I have with it that it's just not fun. So for me, that's part of the enjoyment for me is that it's much easier for me to play stuff on my own. Yeah, that, that, that's what got me into like, wow, it's what got me into League and all that is because these were like competitive games that revolved around other people. Interesting. OK, see, in a weird way, my experience is actually the exact opposite. Right. So certain games um, I don't like to stream at all because I feel like they they ruin like streaming. It ruins the experience for me. Um, and it's often the the mega hard games that I feel that way. I almost feel like I'm in a weird way, like I'm letting down the viewers if I can't progress. You know, I feel like the content mm. is stale. Um, yeah. And I feel like this weird pressure to progress and, and you know, I don't want to like people to watch me die on the same Dark Souls boss like a hundred times or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because I watch people do that. 
<laughs> I think I yeah, watched Dan. Yeah. I watched Dan Giesling fight Orphan of Kaas in Bloodborne. Literally a hundred. I think he he fought him like a hundred and sixty times, and just yeah. could not like couldn't and before he beat him. And I had no problem with it. It was like fine. But for some reason, when I'm when I'm going through that, I feel super uncomfortable, um, and it makes me feel weird. But when I'm playing a PvP game, um. Like so, for instance, like in that in that exact scenario, I would play Bloodborne off stream, but I wouldn't play it on stream. Mm. I don't know why. I don't know why it, people are wired weird. I don't know why that is. Uh, if there's any armchair psychologists out there that would like to let us know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I I have kind of the opposite. So that, that is pretty weird for me. That's like playing anything that's um, single player or a like 1v1 type of situation is very uncomfortable for me but when mm. i'm playing it on stream it's like totally comfortable i'm totally good to go fighting it's cool would be another one. Oh, fighting games yeah like fighting games for me if i'm just playing alone there's no way i'm going to go and practice like 1v1s or training mode or anything like that but if i was playing it on stream totally mm. i could totally do it so like yeah like the idea of me sitting in in training mode trying to do like an fadc cancel in like in street fighter 4 and trying to learn one just sounds like it just it that actually gives me i just got like a little bit of anxiety thinking about it of people watching me and then they're like just hit fadc earlier forehead you know and i, <laughs> I feel like i feel bad about it i don't know it's weird it's strange the way like people get different things again that's we've talked about that before but that's what twitch is right it's very unique to everyone yeah, yeah. so that's that's streaming yeah, that, I mean that's also why I've tried a lot of different things, right? We've I've cooked on stream, I've um, like watched the watch party stuff, which nobody does. That's the craziest thing. That so it, a lot of people don't even know that the watch parties exist, and if they do know, they don't know how they work or whatever. But no one runs those watch parties ever. I'm one of maybe thirty streamers that do watch parties on Twitch consistently mm. I'll, I'll consistently be like the only guy in the directory watching a movie <laughs> and i don't know why I, I mean maybe i guess it's just i mean i don't get like millions of viewers every time i do it i actually get a dip but i like doing it anyway yeah I, it must be something about like amazon prime and I, I and they don't work on mobile which is probably the most egregious problem because um, i think a lot more people watch twitch on their phones than i think do you watch Twitch on your phone? Um, well, I, I know for a fact that people do. Um, if you look at your metrics, you can you, you can see like all the views and stuff. And yeah, people definitely who looks at that stuff. Um, metrics. I don't personally watch Twitch on mobile very much, but I'm also never in situations where I need to watch it on mobile. So for me, it's just kind of like meh. I, I don't watch that many streams in general, though, really. Um, mainly because I don't have time. So, like, for me, I, I, I try to, but usually if I have time to watch streams, I'm, like, doing the little bit of free time that I have or I'm working, you know. It, it's, like, one of those two. And if I'm working, yeah. I, I can kind of watch a stream, but I kind of can't at the same time. It's kind of hard for me to, like, stay focused, so... Mm. 
So to watch it on mobile is just never really a thing I do right now. Um, but but I know for a fact that, um, it, I mean, that's why you want to stream in 720p if you're an right. affiliate is because of mobile. Yeah, I don't If, do if you're streaming in 1080p, there's like no, there's no way that somebody oh, can I, uh, watch you on mobile. I, I stream, uh, well, I get encoding options though, like 99% of the time. Well, you also start streaming at two. Yeah, so I, I think I, I think it's why. the time. I think it's the time frame yeah. that I stream in. Yeah. Um, for for me, it's very random. It's like probably half the time I get uh, transcoding. Weird. That is really interesting. Like every stream that I run, I, I get transcoding. It must be because of the start. It's, time. it's the time. Yeah. Yeah. If I start streaming at like five in the morning, I'll get transcoding. But it's based on priority. Um, mm. So, it, it really just depends. Bruh. Also. You know what always had transcoding? <laughs> mixer. Yeah. I all right. I, all right. RIP to mixer. Transcoding is one of those things that I really wish they would just figure out for everyone. Um I honestly I don't understand Twitch's stance on bitrate and transcoding. I don't I don't understand it. The bitrate part. Um I I can kind of get that a little bit. Um, but the transcoding part, I, I think is pretty obnoxious because I mean, look, it, it's not like if they enable transcoding for everyone that starting off as a streamer is going to be any easier, right? Yeah, sure. So it, it's just like another thing that you have to, yeah, another thing to think about. Yeah. And it, it, it's just, it, it's frustrating because, you know, I would rather stream in 1080p all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Because nobody has a 720p monitor anymore. Now, the only benefit to it um, is that it's not a big deal because of the fact that, you know, people, I'd say like 99% of people probably watch with, you know, with chat open or mm-hmm. um, something like that. So it's it's also weird because if you stream a shooter, I think that it's pretty, imp- it's, it's hard not to stream in 1080p because when the artifacting starts to occur in 720p like with the movement you literally can't see anything yeah um, it's brutal it's it's so bad um like if i play tarkov and i'm like running through a field and in 720p you just it's just a blurry smear it looks like a, a bob yeah. ross painting you know like some, because the artifacts are just so big at that yeah point. they're just so big yeah and and so if you're if you just stream in 1080p you don't you know you, they can see things um and they they didn't complain, thankfully, when I only did 720p. But when I moved up to 1080p, we were just like blown away at how much better it looked um, from a motion standpoint. But again, if you can't get encoding options, what can you do? Yeah, I that that's the one that I think kind of irks me the most. Um, just pokes the bear. Yeah, it's just so stupid. It's just figure it out. <laughs> Just I don't know, you know, like I'm sure there's some technical reason, but how did Mixer figure it out? Well, you know what I mean. Like the reason why um, is because they have limited server space for people transcoding. Yeah. So partners get priority. If you're a partner, you always get transcoding. Sure. If you're an affiliate, you um, you you get put into like a queue basically, and you can lose it. So, Mm. um, it, it makes it really difficult to do that um and again that that also limits the kind of games you can stream because you know if you're playing like league of legends it's not a big deal if you're playing you know tarkov or whatever like yeah it's very hard to stream tarkov at 720p in my opinion 
I, I try to watch people play it at 720p and I'm just like, I can't watch this. It's hard to see. Can't yeah. see anything. So and I feel bad. But there's there's gonna be plenty of new games. Did you watch any of that uh that Xbox? Um like a sort of uh preview show that they did that no. was like no, I, based I, around I, Halo and shows like anything a little tiny bit of Halo. Halo? Yeah, there was tons of stuff that wasn't Halo. Um, the uh, I'm trying to think of like what the stuff that stood. Oh, Stalker Two. They announced Stalker Two, which was the biggest thing for me, mm. um, because Stalker obviously is the the game that Tarkov apes very closely. Um, you know, basically they took Stalker and they took out like the mutant stuff, mm-hmm. and but everything else in Tarkov is might as well just be Stalker. This, the weird inventory stuff, all of the way the guns work, everything. Um, it's very Stalker. And so, and Stalker 2 got announced years, I mean, like 10 years ago, right? And then mm-hmm. it died and they were like, oh, it's gone. And then no one, but apparently Microsoft bought the studio that is it's making Stalker 2. And they just randomly announced, they were just like, here it is, Stalker 2, it's happening. So everybody went crazy about that. Um, Everwild is the other thing that I was super impressed by, um, which is their new rare game, which appears to be Monster Hunter, where you love the monsters instead of kill them. Oh boy! You know you're like a weird druid or something. It looks incredible. Like you, you should, you should watch the trailer for Everwild if you haven't seen it. It is incredibly visually striking it's very pretty to look at and lots of neat stuff so um other than that halo looks like halo um it actually looks so boring oh it has a grappling hook now nice grapple master chief grappling that is the i mean hey every game should have a grappling hook yeah i mean it looked weird you know it looked like he was like I don't know. It looked it looked like Halo. It looked exactly the same as every other Halo game, except they they've made him look older. You know, they've clearly taken some feedback of they don't like people don't like how new Master Chief looks. Mm-hmm. So they brought him back to the old Master Chief. Um, the other big thing that I noticed from all the Xbox stuff was that every game is on Game Pass. Every single one of their first party games, which is. You know, they say that and they've said that for a while, but then what you think about is like, oh, that's like Gears and Halo, right? And Forza. But they own all of these studios now. And so, like, for instance, Obsidian announced two games. You know, they announced Grounded was going to be released. And then they also announced uh, uh, like a, a basically an Elder Scrolls Skyrim looking thing. Um, you know, basically it was like, it's set in the Pillars of Eternity universe. Mm-hmm. Which, um, and it looks just like Skyrim. You know, like basically there was like an arrow that flew through the air over a bunch of zombie monster things. And then it flew past that big statue that's in Pillars on the cover of every Pillars art. And then yeah. it went underground. And then there was a man who had a sword and magic hands. And clearly Skyrim, you know. Um, yeah. But that'll just come with Game Pass. It's like $5. Game Pass is legit. Like, <laughs> that's crazy to me. I, I've oh, talked it, it up for a while. It, I it's mean, actually pretty legit. I don't understand, like, if, if you play PC games at all, 
and you, you're not just like one of those I only play this game gamers. Um, game Pass is like the way to be. And then yeah, there was bad. like some other small stuff too, but you know, we could talk about all those little weird games, but you know, there'll be more information. Neon Abyss it. is on Game Pass. That's a dope game. How are you doing it? Are you still playing that? Nah, not, I, I mean, it, it's kind of hard for me with roguelikes sometimes to come back to them. Mm. Like once I've played them and then there's something else that catches my attention, it's kind of hard to go back. Yep. Um, so I'm in that stage with it too, where I, I beat the first three bosses and then the, the fourth boss has a weird, um, unlock thing where you have oh, to, yeah. that, that's where I am too. Yeah. yeah and I'm just like, uh, I'm tired of this. <laughs> you know, I'm like yeah. really tired of just ran, like going through the, for the RNG of getting this stupid token. Um, it feels like very artificial lengthening, so I'm not really. Eh. I, I'm in a really weird spot with games in general right now, where. Um, yeah, I've, I've noticed you've played a lot of different games like this week. Yeah, I think well, every it, night you've played a different game almost. And so it's because um, a lot of new stuff is coming out, but it's also like a lot of the games that I've been playing fall under the same umbrella where they're either roguelikes or um, not very competitive or uh, early access or some, something in that vein yeah. when I would kind of like to just be able to stream something competitive like yeah. with an edge to it. But mm -hmm. I'm kind of stuck because you can't really stream league. I mean, it's just not conducive to growing uh valorant same kind of problem and uh normally i would stream like wow arenas or something but wow is just until the expansion comes out like unplayable so i'm in this really weird spot with games where i'm just kind of like checking stuff out and playing it and uh you know it it certainly makes it, it wouldn't be a problem if i wasn't streaming every day mm-hmm but the fact that I'm streaming every day makes it so that, you know, every day I have to think about like, okay, what am I playing tonight? Yeah. And what then, am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. And and I have defaults I can go to, but it, it's kind of difficult to, um, you know, figure out sometimes like, do I actually want to play this tonight? Am I just going to play should, it? You know, you should just become a full-time fall guys, ultimate knockout streamer. I've been eyeing that game up since I saw it on steam. And <laughs> yeah. I'm going to play the crap out of it. That game is actually very fun. <laughs> it's really dope. The best mechanic that it has is when you start to fall, you can just grab like dudes as you fall off <laughs> and pull them with you, which is the great spite. I love it. It's just like, well, I'm dead, but so are you. Uh, and then you get the little late messages. It's very good. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, I, I want to play Fall Guys. There's a couple of games I want to play, um, but I, I really I, I would love to. I'm waiting for the game to play, whether that's WoW Arenas, whether that's League or, or whatever game ends up kind of being this way for me. Um, like, you know, you know what might be that game? And I, I was going to talk about this actually a little bit, but you know what I think is about to see like a huge resurgence of play? What's that? is rocket league really 
Yeah, because because Rocket League's going to go free to play in about a week or two, supposedly. Allegedly, it's very, very soon. And well, I think when that happens, I think the number of Rocket League players is going to just like there's going to be. It's weird because you would think anybody who ever wanted to play Rocket League would have just bought Rocket League by now because it was mega cheap. But I think once you get to a situation where people will just say, but it's free, just play it. Um, just come and play it with us. It doesn't matter if you're any good. I have a feeling like Rocket League is going to get huge. Um, mm. And also Rocket League is an absolute blast to play. I don't know if you've ever played it. Yeah, I, I've played it a few times. Yeah. But car soccer is very good. <laughs> um, we played a bunch of it over this weekend. because So we, we normally, this is one of the things I wanted to talk about. But So we have a LAN party that we actually do twice a year. Me and about... 20 or 30 friends and uh we hold it at this guy's house he lives in like the absolute sticks of pennsylvania like literally in a cornfield but he mm -hmm. has this just giant house it's like four story just i mean it's like that one of those old style houses um like a big farmhouse kind of thing and uh so obviously we couldn't do that this year we go we normally go up there and just goon out for two days or whatever um and so we did it all virtually and surprisingly it was not as lame as i thought it was going to be um it was it was pretty fun and people played a ton of games and it, it gave me an opportunity to play a bunch of games that i don't normally play uh like rocket league and um heroes of the, we played some heroes of the storm <laughs> uh wow that's a game huh um I kind of forgot that that thing existed. I think that game is terrible unless you're playing all in-house. Um, but if you're playing like 5v5 in-houses, it's very fun. Uh, because you can just pick stupid... You can pick the Diablo guys and punch each other. Um, I, I think it's definitely a... Um, I don't know. I, 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 they kind of just let it die. It's a problem content is just so dried yeah. up for that game and so That's sad kind of like yeah you know. um yeah that that fall guys there there is literally someone in your chat just mentioned how many people are playing fall guys i it is unreal how many people started playing that game when it came out i've been like, looking at it I, i'm gonna play it too because i've been looking at it since it got put on steam and it's like right up my alley it's, i, it I is, love games it, like it this. is pure goofiness um, i love it it's so. it's real dumb um, but I, I low key, I think you should keep an eye on rocket league. I, I really think that in the next month, I think you're going to see an incredible resurgence in people playing rocket league. Yeah. I'm, I'm always kind of looking for new things to try. Um, so, so maybe I'll, I'll throw that one into the, the bunch. Um, yeah, it, it it's again, it, it, I think a lot of the problem is because or not problem, but it's just, it's very difficult sometimes to, well, first of all, find a game that you want to play. Mm -hmm. um, but then second of all, find a game that is worth, or I don't want to say worth streaming, but th there's certain games that are going to get you viewers and certain games that are not. Yeah. Very black and white. And uh, if the goal is to get a follower or two or whatever, um, you kind of have to factor these things in when you make a choice on what to stream for the night. Yeah. Um, which 
is kind of why lately I've been doing a lot less of that. I've just been playing things that I want to play or, you know, like last mm-hmm. night I just reviewed Kickstarters all night. Yeah, that was just, fine. I, I just watched Kickstarters and it was fucking, mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, 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 how was that for the old, uh, for the old stream numbers? I bet that surprisingly not bad, actually. Not that bad. Oh, that's it pretty it good. wasn't as bad as I thought. I mean, yeah. it, it was abysmal. Anytime you stream in just chatting, it's like, you might as well just not be streaming, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, for the purposes of what I was doing, it was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I go into so there's a every time I eat on stream, I put myself in the there's a game called Major League Eating and I put myself in that category and I get tons of people f- like coming and getting mad at me that I'm not actually playing Major League Eating. <laughs> like, no joke. They come in and they're like, what? Hey, wait a second. And I'm like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> just, there's there, I, I literally get two or three people every single time, brand new people that I've never seen that will come in and go, oh, you're not playing Major League Eating. And I'm like, what? If you, does anybody? I've never seen someone in that directory playing that game. But there's a, there's a small thirsty audience out there that is furious that nobody is playing it. You get a surprisingly amount... Um... I, I, I get that experience a lot when I play any kind of game that is very small and, you know, attracts a very niche audience where I'll, I'll get like one or two people that pop in and like they only watch people who stream this game. Yeah. And it's like, really? <laughs> There's a game like that called Exanima that a buddy of mine was playing and he's like a, he's a small streamer. He gets like five, you know, five to ten viewers. Mm-hmm. Um and he started playing this weird RPG called Exanima that doesn't have an ending and uh, is just like a weird thing. And it's just one of those like very early. It's it the core of it that is it's it's a sort of isometric sort of Diablo looking game, except the combat is you move your mouse around to swing your sword. Mm. Right. It's it's like that kind of thing. And um, so it's a little bit of Quop, the the sword fighter, you know. Cause you're like trying to move your, your guy around and it's yeah. just, it looks real awkward, but there is an aggressive group of people that would, that love that game. They absolutely love it. And every time he streams it, he gets like 40 viewers every time. Um, but he's played through it because there's only maybe like six hours of content. He's played through it like 30 times, <laughs> but it's weird. Those people still show up to watch that weird game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's one of the wonderful things about twitch is that the guy who's like on at 2 a.m his time and he's like man i really want to watch somebody play exanima for the 18th time you know Mm -hmm. it's there for them it's there and they can they can find something um i don't know i don't know what the strats uh, are but well i mean something that uh troll just mentioned in chat is um one strategy you can do is you can kind of like watch what the big streamers are doing and then Mm -hmm. when they stop streaming you'll get like a surge of people it's not like huge or anything but um yeah because they trickle down yeah that's always like something you can do i i think the the big thing is um i personally it's just been difficult i think anytime you talk about deciding on a game it's like finding that game that you can stream as a default 
and like you're known as that guy who streams yeah. that game and then everything else is like complimentary basically um being a pure variety streamer is very tough because yeah it's not only very expensive but it's also very difficult to figure out like okay well what am i playing today you know like <laughs> um so yeah. so my approach lately has just been to kind of get back to the roots of streaming whatever i want to play and then yeah if that's a game I know, we'll get a ton of viewers and fine. If it's not, then fine. Like, yeah, whatever. Um, I think that's a good way to think about it. You know, you yeah, gotta have fun first and then you kind of figure the rest out. Well, realistically, too, if I look at the metrics, I mean, you, there's a clear viewership difference between certain titles, but the actual like long term growth that you get doesn't really change that much. Mm -hmm. um, you'll pretty consistently get like the same growth that you can expect from day to day so you know whatever you're playing i don't think it really matters too much it, i think what matters more is that your regulars are entertained more than anything. yeah i think that's so Trackmania is a good sort of class in that i think for my stream is i play Trackmania once a week right mm -hmm. i only play it on thursdays and it's like we play it and we play it for like two or three hours i have a, I have a guy that really loves Trackmania who came into my stream the very first time I streamed it and was just like, you know, you know the viewers that I'm talking about. They're just like jazzed as heck that you're playing this game. Oh, yeah. And they're like, yeah. let me tell you how great it is. And I'm like, yeah, man, cool. I'm I'm I always really like people like that because I feel like a lot of streamers get like weirdly irritated with people like that. It's like, yeah, I'm new and I don't really. But they just want to share their excitement over this thing with you. Right. And yeah. when people quash that, I always feel I don't know. It's it's you're doing that. You're doing a disservice. Like people like that are great, right? Because they're excited about a thing. You should you should enjoy their excitement, right? And so we have this guy that was mega pumped about it, and he was always talking about like all these things we could do for, um, you know, for Trackmania. And I was like, look, dude, you you can pick the maps. Like if you want, you can set the lobbies up. Like I'll I'll set up the club so the way track mania works you, you kind of set up a lobby it's all very old school where you pick the maps it's almost like a quake lobby right like old yeah. quake servers you know you sort of set up a server you set up a room you load up which maps are in the rotation and then people join it and then that map is in for five to seven minutes or whatever and then it rotates you know and i said when we play it you can set up all the maps and he every week finds all the maps that we play he digs through all the user maps and stuff and he makes what he makes one map a week um that that we play and he's just and they always want me to play more of it and i'm like nope i have exactly this much fun with this game <laughs> this two hours is great but any more of that i would get very tired of Trackmania. um but that is a that is a game that i think is going to be huge i think that game is going to be just massive um, because I think the older track manias didn't really exist during a time of like Twitch. Right. Mm -hmm. But track mania is just, it's such a good game and it's so much fun to play and it has so much potential to just continue to grow because people can just make maps for it forever. And a lot of the really popular stuff that the weird stuff that people did in track mania isn't in the new track mania yet. So they make, have you ever heard of an RPG track mania map? No, no. They make like stories, like story maps that are 10 minutes long that take you 10 or 15 minutes to go through them. And huh. they, they tell a story on a racetrack with your car. Um, 
and they do all kinds of crazy stuff inside the tracks and and they used to make them all the time in the old track mini i had no idea they existed and then mm-hmm. i got raided by the number one na player of track mania um the other night and he came in and was like hanging out with us he and he came back again so it was two weeks ago and then he came back again to play in the community night that we have and was just hanging out and i i basically pulled him into discord and started interviewing him it's like tell me about how track mania works because i don't understand it um and he was like yeah they're gonna bring rpg maps and all this i mean track mania is a wild thing it is really weird um and there's like there's challenge maps kind of like uh, kaizo levels mm-hmm. in mario kart where like the it's just like one jump that you can't make and you'll just try it a, a hundred times trying to make it um it's it's a crazy thing track mania is a wild thing if you haven't tried it yet you should you should try it out yeah i've been uh i've been looking at it actually usually it's it's not really my style of game but it's it's free just just install it just take those cars around the track once or twice free to play yeah just just give it a taste (laughs) (sighs) video games there's a lot of them yeah so coming into the second uh second hour what I mean, what are you like really looking forward to playing right now? Like of the big games coming up. Um, like disregarding all the early access, like blah blah blah. Like, but I mean, like the big stuff, you know. You know what? Not much, to be honest. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything that really stands out to me. You know, one thing, and this is going to sound mega lame. Um. One thing that I'm really excited about is the new, (laughs) and I'll explain why I'm excited about this, but I'm very excited for the new PGA tour game to come out. Um, Yeah, because there's going to be a PC version and I have a, like a very active group of friends that are really into this weird, awful golf game that's on the PS4. Um, And it's just terrible. It's like the worst, but it has like weird online tournaments and, I'm very excited for this one to come out so that all of them will switch over to that and I can play that with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm weirdly jazzed about PGA tour 2k one or whatever it's called. Um, I'm not excited about the Avengers game that's coming out next month. That thing looks, have you, have you looked at that thing? No. What even is that? It's like uh, it's a crystal dynamics game. Uh, mm. the, the guys that made Tomb Raider, um, mm. they're making an Avengers game, and all of the faces aren't licensed. Oof! So like all of the they're like weird yeah. versions. It's like Bethesda <laughs> mode. Yeah, they they look like very fan arty. Uh, it's very weird. Um, so I'm not excited to play that. Oh, you know the only other game that I think for the rest of the year that I'm very excited about. There's there's two uh, is the Star Wars um, like space game. Yeah. Squadrons, I think is what it's called. That looks great. You know, there's three actually. So there's three games that I'm excited about. Cyberpunk mm. obviously will be good. Um, you know, who knows how good, but I have zero hype for it. You have just zero zero. Did you play Approximately Witcher? zero? I did. I couldn't get into it. 
Yeah, I think if you bounced off a Witcher, then I I don't know that I would be excited about it either. I it I have tried. I've talked about this a few times, but I've tried to play Witcher probably. I think there's been four different times now that I've tried to sit down and play The Witcher. And it, when I say tried to, I mean, I sit down and I'm like, I'm for the next four hours, I'm playing The Witcher. Mm-hmm. And then I get about halfway through and I'm just playing Gwent in the starting end. Yeah, and you're and like, just, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Do, do you play those big RP? Like, do you play those Western RPGs, though? Yeah, like, I play into um, those kind of games or I, I play Elder Scrolls. I play, um, you know, it, it, anything that kind of crops up that looks interesting. I'll play. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is about The Witcher. What I about what about Deus Ex? Did you ever play Deus Ex? No, like I never played Deus Ex. Because I think Cyberpunk is going to be very Deus Ex. It's going to be very different than The Witcher. Um, they they clearly saw the new Deus Ex games and were like, we could make a better one of these. Um, I don't know what it is. I I, I it looks cool. I I don't think it looks bad. I I just don't have any hype for it. I think that game's gonna have to come out, and we're gonna have to see what it is because yeah. that game has yeah. been hyped to just unbelievable heights. You know, and I don't think there was a ton of hype around Witcher Three. Really, I mean, there, it, people saw it and they were like, "Wow, this game looks amazing! It looks beautiful!" You know, and then it disappeared for like three years or whatever, um, and then it came out, and I think by that time people had kind of cooled on a little bit and then people realized oh it's this massive you know open world rpg and you know people were just went insane for it but i actually am not as hot on witcher 3 as a lot of other people i think that game is like a solid 8 out of 10 game Mm. um and it's it's good but it's not like i actually like the first two better to be honest (laughs) i like the first i think the first witcher game is like a really deeply flawed in a lot of ways, like masterpiece. I think the first game is just unbelievable um, for when it came out. You know, you have to take you have to take it with a grain of salt because it's got some very problematic things in it. But yeah, you know, like cards for betting women. And it's just weird. It's it's very strange. It was di- it was a different time. That's what we have to remember. It's a different time in games development when people made a lot of mistakes and uh but that game is really interesting. And I think they got progressively less interesting as they made them. Um, because that game had some really interesting systems, the first one. But, and then the only other game that I'm excited about is Yakuza. Um, have you ever played those games? No, I've never played it. Oh, wow. You should try a Yakuza game. Really? Yeah. So you should play Yakuza 0. Um that those games are wild <laughs> is the only way I can describe it. Um, they are very strange and weird and they're kind of like beat em ups, but also so imagine if you had like an open world, like sort of pseudo open world, right? Mm-hmm. And it was in Japan and it's like in like a city in Tokyo in the eighties and but the fights are like uh, Power Stone. <laughs> right? But they're realistic Power Stone where you're like grabbing bicycles and hitting people with them and like bursting into flames and like throwing flaming punches and stuff. That's what uh-huh. Yakuza is. Um, huh. But it's also got like 
every kind of side weirdness that so all of this this stuff around um you know you can oh there's like you know a lot of rpgs do this now where there's like i think rockstar is the company that really took the yakuza model to heart and they were Mm -hmm. like what if we had bowling and golfing and you know a a full racetrack and this um uh yakuza is the originator of that so there's always like 15 weird games involved like there's i'm trying to think of all the stuff that you can do so in yakuza zero you can like build rc cars and there's a whole like collection path for collecting all the good parts for the rc cars and then you race them and then there's like you can run a uh like a gentleman's club um you can run a bar there's competitive eating in it um there's i mean there's 10 weird little side that are weirdly fleshed out like the running the gentleman's club thing is like crazily fleshed out i mean it's it's almost it could be a 30 dollar game on steam that little piece of it and there's 20 of those inside every yakuza game um and the story is just like insane they're always insane it's like a Um, slice of life game it is it's it's very like it's imagine if shenmue was like playable (laughs) right like if you could actually play shenmue and it wasn't such a nightmare um that's yakuza um but then the story is like a weird roller coaster ride and there's a million of them there's i think there's six of them yeah yeah there's seven of them because you count zero um, but the new one is going to, so they're, they've all been beat em ups, right? Like they mm-hmm. always had like this weird open world element and then they were a beat em up, but the new one, they're going to turn-based combat, which is very weird for Yakuza. If you, if you looked at YouTube and you, and you saw like what you do when you play Yakuza, you would go, wait, they're going to turn this into a turn-based game. And they've taken the wackiness that is Yakuza and made that into like a weird turn-based thing so i'm very excited for that game that's that comes out the week before cyberpunk mm. i have a feeling i'll be playing yakuza and then cyberpunk will come out and i'll be like i'm good i'm gonna just keep playing yakuza. <laughs> i'll just hold off for a while yeah i think um i think well, what i'm about in you? space for I, I, i'm just waiting for wow arenas man shadowlands that's i think that's like where when I'm is at that right when is that supposed to drop uh well if if past stuff is any indicator probably it's probably a ways out i i I don't know if there's an act let me see if there's a release date i don't think there is one yet um but usually they um it says 2020 but i I, 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 (laughs) okay they, they say fall release for shadowlands fall so, so that probably means like october november right it, earliest is october i mean it, very earliest is going to be october i think that's so, rough that's a long yeah. time to wait for a game man it is but i um i've really had a hankering for wow arenas i don't know i, I think it's because when Wreckful passed i was watching a bunch of like old arena vods and i'm like mm-hmm. man i miss this i just miss it i miss yeah i liked wow pvp a lot there was something yeah. about wow pvp that i really enjoyed um because I always felt like you could outplay people in WoW PvP. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, it, it 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 just has so much going on, and it 
they really missed the mark in the past like three expansions with pvp i think mm. maybe not the past three no yeah past three because wad legion yeah so yeah i think the past three have been pretty bad for pvp but everything up to mist was great it's fun so um really waiting for that I, I plan to get back into that in a big way um it, it's weird that none of these other mmos have beaten wow on pvp because, because wow pvp they, hasn't has, has just progressively gotten worse right it's because wow is the only wow game yeah. all the other ones are trying to do something different they're always trying mm-hmm. to do some unique twist or some kind of interesting in your face mechanic or they intentionally leave pvp out of the equation like with mm-hmm. final fantasy or you know whatever the case may be or they focus too much on pvp um wow just it, it has the balance you know? got that you got that balance right the first try yeah, yeah. and so and then you know everything's familiar it, it's kind of like with league you know people can come out with new mobas but you're not going to topple league because yep. you have to make a new game basically at this point um yeah, people are just people, people keep trying but it's not gonna happen yeah and and so that's a big one and i'll be playing a lot of that aside from wow arenas i think um yeah, i don't know i mean really nothing is like jumping out at me right now yeah, but i'm open game to that a I'm lot looking of at ideas. is rogue legacy too because I really yeah. like the first one. Well, I, I guess this is kind of a long form wait for me, but Diablo 4. I mean, obviously. Oh, yeah, of um, course. I'm going to play a lot of Diablo 4. That's kind of when I expect um, to really uh, get back into a Blizzard game in a big way. Like, I'm going to play a lot of WoW Arenas, but I expect Diablo 4 to be big. Um, You're not excited about Fast and Furious Crossroads releasing on August 7th? <laughs> What even is that? <laughs> um, I, you know what? I've never seen a screenshot from that game. It releases oh. in three days, and I've never seen it. Like I've, I have no idea what it looks like. Oh no! Here's a video. Oh god! I you know, know my is... first. Um, I don't know why this is coming to mind after you mentioned that, but the very first game I was ever going to stream. Mm-hmm. So I had an idea to stream back like two years ago. Okay. I just never did it. And my idea was that I was going to stream the new Microsoft Flight Simulator. And well, I would just I mean, fly to Tokyo every night listening to jazz. You're in luck. Yeah. So. I mean, the, the new ones. It's coming out, yeah. Literally upon us, right? It's like this week. Yeah. So there we go. I, I totally just, forgot about that game. Yeah, you're you're now an air trucker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, just hang out and... You know I think it's going to be a great game to stream. I, I, before was stuff that I thought would be mega resident sleeper to stream. No, it feels great. like yeah. the best to stream yeah, it's because awesome. you don't have to pay it. Like any game that I don't have to pay a ton of attention. That's actually why I really love Neon Abyss is because I can just like robot out and I'm just like, yeah, I can do this and I don't have to think too much about it. And I can look at my chat and, um, God, I love that. I I wish if I could find a game like that, that I could just sit there and just talk to my chat for five hours. Oh, my God. That would be the dream. The absolute dream. I I think for me, um, definitely 
where I want my channel to go in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I, I'm actually, I, I've finally figured out what I want to do for like YouTube content. And I, I wasn't going to do YouTube content for a long time, but there's this concept that I have um, that I've been mulling around for a while. And I think I finally landed on like kind of what I want to do with it. And um, what I would like to do is pull more people in from YouTube as well as, you know, my Twitch efforts. And then um, hopefully get to a point where I can diversify my content away from strictly gaming. Not that I dislike gaming at all. I love gaming, but it's just, it's a different feel when you have to play a game like required. And it's just, kind of takes away i think from the streaming experience like the broadcasting experience a little yeah bit. i'm very jealous i have a buddy that that is a relatively big um a game cover youtube guy mm-hmm. um his, it, I, I mean i can say it. his his stuff is it's, his name is game and sound and he is pr- pretty big he on youtube he has like fifteen thousand subscribers um and he's been making video carvers for years i mean absolute actual years and he's just recently started streaming making music like he'll he'll sort of log in and be like all right i'm you know i'm making this piece and he just kind of hangs out and i'm so jealous of him whenever he's online because i'm like this is just like a thing that he would be doing Mm -hmm. right and he just does it while you know and he just flips a camera on it it's literally the only change uh, and he's looking at a chat room and that's the only difference. Um, and it's just, man, like every time I see someone like that, like the woodcarver people, like the woodcarver <laughs> guy, Brox, um, who's a great follow too, by the way, that's another wow guy. Actually, he's like a big wow guy, but mm-hmm. he's like, a, there's this woodcarver from New Zealand. Yeah, I've seen him. Yeah. And uh, man, I'm so jealous of him every time because he's like, he would just be doing that anyway. You know, it's just a thing he would be doing. Uh, I would love to do that. Like, I, I'm not a huge, like, IRL sort of a streamer. All right. I don't sort of believe in, like, strapping a GoPro to my face and then walking around and, you know, whatever that is. But the idea that I could be doing a hobby and then just have the camera on and stream. Oh, that is the absolute dream, I think, for me. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I, I also think the more you stream to the the more that kind of becomes desirable because it's not that you encounter gaming burnout. It's that the ways you're going to grow by gaming can burn you out. Yeah. Like perpetually learning a new game. Mm-hmm. Like you never get to sit still and just be good at something for two seconds. You have to like constantly be learning. And uh, that can kind of just stress you out after a while. But right. then if you know, if you're not doing something that's going to get you viewers or get you hooked into, you know, whatever, then a lot of people would argue, like, what's the point in streaming then at that point? But I mean, it obviously there's more to it. You have to look very big picture, but yeah, it's just very, um, you know, there's just a a lot of elements to it, I think. Mm -hmm. I would agree. It's a complicated ball of yarn. 
All right. Well, what what else you want to talk about this week? You anything else? Anything non gaming related hmm. that you want to talk about, or loosely gaming related? Um, we never talked about the Twitch bans. Yeah, we can do that. Tell yeah, me about. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me all your thoughts on Twitch bans. Oh boy, I. It, it's a really tough situation to talk about, I think, because w- without having the details and we don't have the details, it's really hard to know specifically what happened. Right. So it, it, specifically, the two people I want to talk about, I guess, is uh, Doc and Soda. Um, so Doc first, because Soda's a little bit more easy to talk about, I think. But sure. Well, you have more so information Doc, about that one. So. Yeah, so Doc got permit banned. And uh, we still don't know why. And it's not just that he got permit banned, but I mean, he got like eradicated from Twitch. I mean, permit banned, all of his subs in the past like month or whatever were immediately refunded, no return, end of the line. Um, which is very bizarre. Because Doc was not only a huge streamer, but he had literally just signed a giant contract with Twitch, like an exclusive stream mm-hmm. here contract with Twitch. And then he just gets banned. And contracts like for for many other things, too. Right. Like he had like a TV show and. A, yeah. And a, who knows if any of that goes forward. I'm assuming a lot commercials. Of be, I'm assuming like yeah. tons of content. So the fact that he just got banned is like what happened? <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so it, it, without details in front of us, the only thing I can speculate is that he was repeatedly warned about something. Having like watched his streams enough, I can assume it's probably some of his more racially charged comments or some of the more like insensitive things that he might say. Well, um, he also had a little tinge of uh, like Alex Jones to him too, right? Like where he... He basically said like Corona was a big scam and like yeah. toward, toward the end, he was doing a lot of that too. I don't know so if I, that would I, get you banned. Necessarily. I don't, th- I don't know either, but I mean, speculation here, right? Like who knows what he, you know, I, I, regardless of what it was, I think that he was, and I think the reason it hasn't come out is because, well, I mean, let's look at it from both parties. So for Twitch, they have no obligation to leak anything. In fact, it benefits them if they don't. So, right. Um, you know, th- there's nothing to really talk about from Twitch's point of view. Um, the winds just keep churning for them. They have complete dominance over streaming platforms right now. So, um, for the for Doc, it's like if the situation you know paints you in a favorable light, then having a reporter leak information would be very beneficial for you. But if it really is just you were warned over and over and over to not make these comments and you kept making them and you got banned because you signed a contract with Twitch that made you more under scrutiny. Then, I mean, it's better to just take the high road in that case and play dumb and be like, I don't know why I got banned. I don't know what happened. I'm going to YouTube, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, but even in spite of that, I do have to say, I, I think it's a shame because I think a lot of people look at streamers on Twitch and they assume that because there's bigger streamers, it's worse for smaller streamers. 
I don't think that's the case. No, because I, I think that the bigger streamers pull in so much traffic um, and, and they just build up the brand more and more. I mean, Twitch wouldn't be Twitch today if it wasn't for people like Soda or whatever, you know. Mm. Um, they not only paved the way for the platform itself, but, you know, it's just very important to have uh, th these big front runners for the brand. Um, and, and every time you ban one, especially without context for the ban, it's it it, it does make, I think, people very hesitant not only to start streaming, but to invest into streamers. Um, I, I, I don't know. It, it just doesn't sit right with me, you know, because w without well, all the details. I mean, it, yes and no. I would say, like, I think, like, uh, I mean, so so here, here would be my question is if if let's assume just like we have to assume that Okay, like just logically, like Doc makes would make Twitch a ton of money if he continued to stream, right? So he's just this huge. I mean, he's just a he's a horse that they can ride, you know, and just make money off of. So there has to have been a reason. Let's just assume that whatever he did and whatever you know caused them to take action against him is like pretty bad right it's it's mm. it's so bad that twitch has to be like you know what the money is not worth it right right, <laughs> right? Yeah. so so in that case i think that you have to look at it like what is how is twitch supposed to deal with that to make people feel better about it right like to feel better about them banning doc right um i i don't know like I, I get where you're coming from, where it's it's weird for people to invest in streamers because well they could just get banned at any moment. Twitch could just remove their platform, right? But yeah. I I mean this one is super weird because I could I would argue that Doc could have the day after he got banned just jumped on YouTube and started streaming. And, well, I, and, I think that's his plan now is to do that. Well, but that's now, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so he could have just if it was like so it's weird to me that all like the whole thing but i don't know how twitch can like navigate this stuff in a they're not they're never gonna please people like look i would love to rip into twitch over this like i would love to be like twitch has no idea what they're doing they're just randomly banning people for no reason and they have in the past and they've like done a bunch of bad, but i don't know that the the dock one makes a lot of sense right because we don't have i the whole especially coming from pr communications the way that he is constantly hooked to a publicist and they're sitting right next to him whenever he answers questions answers questions says that like this is a situation that like he doesn't want to be public he can say whatever he is saying in public but he does not want whatever reason twitch banned him to be public Right. He is, I, he is. I think it's safe to assume just in light of the timing it and just to be clear, I'm not accusing him of anything or anything yeah. like that. I, I would never blindly accuse somebody of this, but sure. um, it there's given that the reason has not come out at all. 
mm-hmm. and the timing that it happened specifically. Um, it's safe to say that this might be some like harassment type of thing. Um, yeah. So, so I think whatever it is, it is clearly something that one Twitch is not going to, to say anything about because right. they would open them up to legal action. Right. And it's bad for them from a PR perspective because they gave him a bunch of money and then it's bad for him because there is no reason for him to not say why he got banned. Other streamers in the past have, who were rightfully or wrongfully banned are have been very vocal about like I got banned because XYZ. This is why they banned me. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that Twitch didn't tell him. I do not believe I don't think that is true. Right? I strongly doubt that. Yeah. And and he can say that because he, he knows that Twitch won't say anything. Right. So mm-hmm. so he is he is playing the only play that he has, which is I don't know. You know, uh and he knows Twitch will never correct him, right? So yeah. he can just leave it muddy forever and do whatever he's going to do. Um, I think the soda pop and thing is a little different, right? Obviously. Um, because, again, he is another person who very clearly said why he was banned, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, how do you feel about that one? Like, the thing with, with Doc, I mean, and I hate to say it, but, like, I have trouble, like, supporting him in any way in the thing because i did not like doc as a streamer period i did not like the way he was and i did not like the things that he pushed and like the culture that he created um Mm. i didn't think it was good for twitch and i think that it is it will echo for a long time of like that weird toxicity um wasn't good and like his racism was like the very worst kind of racism because it was like jokey fun haha racism you know um so yeah and i think that is probably the most likely reason why he got banned is because they probably warned him of that like look if you're going to sign with us especially you have to pump the brakes on some of this stuff and kind of dial it back a bit and i'm almost positive that he just forgot or didn't or felt like he wasn't going to get banned and then bam. You know. I mean, I, I have a strong, I mean, my, my opinion is that he knew that he couldn't do that anymore because here's the thing is guy is an intelligent individual and guy knows what people on the internet feed off of. And it's mm-hmm. like that weird negativity counterculture thing. So when he couldn't do the racist stuff anymore, he switched, he like hard pivoted into the Alex Jones, like 5G is giving you brain tumors nonsense. And he was he was pushing that crap like toward the end, like he was saying about how COVID wasn't real and 5G was, a you know, a Bill Gates conspiracy. You know, I mean, like he was he was like all in on that nonsense. Mm-hmm. And like he's doing that is a, that is not him like refusing to comply with something. He is pivoting. He knows he needs a hook. And he knows he needs a thing that puts him in news and he is just like, I'll just move to that because it'll work. And then he can just laugh it off later and say, oh, well, you know, it's my it's it's my character. You know, it's all part of the character. And like, you know, (laughs) I think I think if he had come out and been like they banned me for this and it was stupid, I would feel bad for him. You know, I'd be like, well, I don't like him, but that's not right. But 
this whole thing around him being like, I don't know why they banned me is total bunk. It's just total BS. He knows exactly yeah. why they banned him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but soda pop and I think is a different situation. Yeah. So soda pop and, um, not too sure how I feel about that one. And just to be clear, I, I do think, um, I watched the VOD of what got him. So initially he was banned. Uh, now, I don't know if that was intended to just be a suspension until they talked to him. He's obviously unbanned now. Um, but re- regardless, um, I don't think what he was doing was that bad. Now, I. that being said, again, I, I think when you are a very large streamer, I think Twitch is going to hold you into the highest regard because you're expected to be an example for the community. Yeah. Um, so to, to that extent, sure. But I see a lot of relatively large, you know, 100 plus viewer streamers that do pretty sexually charged things. Um, and I mean, they just do it all day, every day. Yeah. Um, and it's this strange double standard that I, I, again, I I'm pretty sure it's because he's just so big, but it was just bizarre to me that he got banned like flat out. So he's been suspended once. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was because he accidentally showed a like pornographic image on stream, just like a viewer sent in a donation and it was a, you know, a dick pic and he showed it by accident. So, um, fine. Like, you know, it is what it is, but, Aside from that, um, I don't know. I mean, Twitch used to be a lot more lenient, and I think this is their effort to crack down a lot more. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I mean, Wreckful, some of the stuff he used to get away with was pretty hilarious. (laughs) And uh, yeah, Twitch used to be the Wild West, right? Like, you could, I mean, hell, people used to stream movies in the the artifact directory. (laughs) I mean, then that was like two years ago, right? Like, Um, there was like straight up hardcore porn in the artifact directory for <laughs> oh, yeah. months. Yeah. I mean, I feel like um, there, there were a lot of uh, pretty. I mean, you could never really like straight up do that. Like as a big streamer, usually those accounts would get taken down. But um, but you could do very like very suggestive things and yeah. get away with it pretty easily. Um so I think, I, I think this is their attempt to kind of crack down on it, but yeah. it just seems like a, a bit heavy handed of a response. In my opinion. I, I think the weird, the one thing that I will say that, that is a little scary about the soda pop and ban is that it feels like he got banned as, as a result of like a, a whole bunch of things, right? Like just an over general feeling that they had about him where they were like, we really don't like this VR chat stuff you're doing. We think you're kind of getting because, again, they're in a weird spot where they can't say you can't have nudity because if you can't have nudity, then you can't play The Witcher. Right. And yeah. like and, and it it makes a lot of games like weird. And, you know, so then they have to they have to say things like, well, you have to progress. You know, they have to be ta- weirdly vague where they have to say, well, you can't, you know, be exploitative of it. You have to move past it as quickly as you can to progress. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And then he had like the whole, I think the other thing was like, there was a game called chair fucking simulator. Right. And he yeah. played that on stream and it was, uh, interesting. Um, well, I think that's what actually got him banned. Yeah, but I but I feel like you're you're looking at like they kind of looked at Soda Poppin and were like, "Yo, we don't like the trend of like what you're doing, right?" And and yeah. we're just gonna hit you with this. Well, I, uh, I think that they're just trying to set an example. Is what it yeah. boils down to. Like they're 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 looking at him as a streamer, and I I think whenever Twitch can do that, they're going to like yeah. if you are a big streamer and you get drunk on stream one night and maybe you're just being a little too over the top. Whereas any other streamer could get away with it. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen people so inebriated on stream that they can't even function, you know, yeah, and, I have and they too. just get away with it. Right. Yep. And, but if you're a big streamer, it's like, they're going to take that opportunity to set an example. Like right yeah, they're going to, they're going to slap you and then be like, look, yeah. this is not acceptable. And, and yeah. to be fair, like, I think that's in Twitch's best interest because you are, you are, and a very public ambassador of their brand, right? Like yeah, oh it yeah, is, yeah. it is their platform. And, you know, I, I kind of wish that, and I hate to say it, but I kind of wish that YouTube had that sort of mentality, you know, where they would say like, Hey, you are large. You are not held to the same standards that small people are. Right. Um, yeah. Because I yeah. think a lot of the more problematic content creators on YouTube would, would, could serve to be, <laughs> maybe slapped around a little bit to be honest um there but, are some channels that are very uh that yeah. there are some trends i mean some, we can some, talk about that yeah for yeah hours, so, i but mean like, it, but some gaming related ones um that um yeah i think could could serve to be you know taught a lesson about what they would do if they didn't have that platform right so i don't know i mean like the soda poppin thing i hate to say it but like like this is part of like what games are now, right? Like, like they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do with sex on Twitch. Like they're going to have to figure out a way to deal with it. And it's not going to go away. It's going to get worse, right? Like the, the, there's going to be more and more of this type of game and this type of content in games. And Twitch needs to figure out like what their stance is on it. Right. Because, at what point, like, am I not allowed to play a visual novel on stream? At what point am I not allowed to play, you know, you know, dirty, you know, Biggie Maids volume 19, you know, or whatever it is, yeah. you know, like, like, I don't, I don't know how they fix that. Right. And I, I, I almost feel like at some point you have to just be like, this is fine. You just need some sort of tag on it. And you need to start like verifying age info yep. on this stuff yep. and just let it happen. And you just have to be like, we're going to gate this the best we can. And in order to access these mature content streams, you have to, you know, do some sort of age verification or something. And you unfortunately, know? well, I don't know if it's unfortunate, but I think the reality is that because of that, people aren't going to stream that content. And yeah. I think that'd be in Twitch's best interest personally. <laughs> Um, I, I think that there's plenty of streaming platforms you can go to if you want suggestive content. But what makes Twitch unique is that it, for the most part, is a largely PG-13 platform, right? It, it, there's well, nothing really on Twitch that's like super bad that 
you know. I think I think yes and no, but I I think you you started to know much larger questions around like is Twitch healthy for a certain age of individual period, right? And like you know, you can say things like, you know, the the the, the content is PG and that we have these mature content ratings, but for one, kids never if if the thing says this channel is mature, there is no kid in the universe that is like, nope, I'm, I guess I can't watch this one, <laughs> right? Like, there's no kid that nopes out of that stream, right? Um, that's, that's not what they do. But also, I think... I, I'm a little torn on it because I also... I don't think that you want to start policing the content within games on your streaming platform, right? Mm. Um, because... I, to a to an extent, I think there are obviously exceptions to that. Like, I think if you know, there there are some games that are just horrific. You know, like that that should never be allowed on the platform. You know, like mm -hmm. yeah. certain like sexual content. I mean, I'm a, a little more okay with than you know. There's obviously a lot worse stuff on yeah. the internet, right? So, but I, I think like you have to, Steam is running into the same problem, right? They don't know how to like there's all these porn games on steam. And if you go into new and trending on steam, yeah, it's just porn games. 30% of it is, is porn games. Right. Yeah. So like, this is part of the industry now. So Twitch needs to decide like, how are we going to deal with 30% of the new releases on steam being porn? I think from Twitch's perspective, they don't want it on the platform. Um, I think it turns away sponsorship. Well, the, the kind of sponsorship that they would want. Um, and, and I think it, for a lot of people, kind of devalues the platform um but that being said i think it's pretty much impossible to fight the inevitable i mean yeah pornography in general has defined a lot of industries beyond twitch before twitch and will continue to do so after twitch as well um i i think the easiest way to do it is i mean there's a stat that i think like 35 percent of people when they click into a Twitch channel, will leave if they get a pre-roll ad. And yep. there's nothing you can do about it as a broadcaster. There's literally nothing you can do about it. Well, you can so, run ads. Well, you can yeah. run but, ads during your stream. But then you have the problem of, I mean... You're, you're running ads during the stream. Exactly. Whether, yeah, that's the so. only thing you can... That's your only option, right? Yeah. So, if, so if people are like, I don't like getting a pre-roll, it's like, well, I could run ads during the stream and it, it turns them off for like an hour and then i have to run more ads right well it does it for 30 minutes yeah 30 whatever the time frame so if, if you I run an ever, ad every i don't ever 30 run ads during my stream so yeah so if you run an ad every 30 minutes you can turn off pre-roll yeah. which would be i would imagine terrible for your regular viewers but it'd be great for growing your channel um so it but you know for me personally um it it's definitely like with that stat existing, the more barriers or steps you add to clicking into a Twitch stream, yeah, the more and more and more likely that people are not going to stream that thing. Because you're at that point stuck. Um, you just don't want to do it. Sure. I, I mean, it, think about how people consume their content now, like with YouTube or Twitch or anything. Most people are just going to watch for like 30 minutes. And if I already have to go through like five minutes of prep just to get in, then, mm -hmm. you know, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, no, so, I agree. I mean, um, I, I, I think a lot of it, though, on Twitch happens because like, I, I mean, my assumption and, uh, you know, 
correct me if I'm wrong here, but I just assume that like 80% of the people that are coming to my stream just have ad block, right? And they're just blocking that ad anyway. They don't see it. Um, but you know, that, so that pre-roll just gets nuked, right? Well, and the then, problem is mobile viewers and... Um, I guess mobile viewers, yeah. A lot of other... Again, I, I think mobile viewers are something that I don't think enough about on Twitch. They're like, they're it's surprising like half, right? viewers. Yeah. yeah, it's like half of them, yeah. And, and not only that, but um, a lot of the... A lot of people don't keep their ad block like up to date. So if, yeah. if it's not up to date, then you're not going to block a lot of the ads. So the real the real question here, you know, becomes, are you and Cross going to start playing things like Fairy Tale on your stream? I mean, I've already played Dating Sims. Yeah. How did they go? Did you did you play? A, you know what you should play the greatest dating sim of all time, which is Dream Daddy. I've played uh, Dream Daddy. It's great, isn't it? It's good, yeah. That game is a great game. And like I will I will I will espouse that game to everyone. I'm so glad that you've played it because I think it's fantastic. Um but yeah, I mean like if if I told you like you could start playing that stuff tomorrow and you would have a thousand viewers, would you start playing it? What, Dream Daddy? No, no. I'm talking about like the 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 30% peeper live, PRPR live you know the 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 real weird weird on steam like if you could play that stuff oh. tomorrow and have a thousand viewers would you do it oh yeah yeah well but, but also keep in mind that i'm like i love that stuff like i own tree simulator yeah but, but so, I mean, so I, then why not why aren't you playing that stuff now because because it, twitch will allow you to play it pretty much like some of that stuff you can just play well the, the main reason is that i just it's not relevant to my interest right now. Mm. Um, I obviously, it, if you, <laughs> this doesn't just extend to that, but I mean, if, if if somebody told you, I can see into the future tomorrow, you, a growing streamer, will get a thousand viewers if you play Call of Duty. Right. You're gonna play Call of Duty. Yeah, you're gonna play Call of Duty. Right. <laughs> doesn't matter how you feel about it or anything. Like you're gonna hop on and play and have fun with it. But I, I guess that's why the, the my the reason that I ask that question is not to like put you on the spot and be like, yo, would you play some some anime titties on the stream? I would hundred percent would, yeah. Right. So hundred percent. But but my question really is like, can you fault Soda Poppin for playing like VR chat? No, not at all. In like a weirdly suggestive no, way, it, right? It, um, which is why I said when he when I saw why he got banned, I I didn't think it was that bad personally. Yeah. But, but again, I'm looking at it through the lens of just like you said. I mean, they allow you to stream these other games. They allow other streamers to do very suggestive things what turned me off about it is that they made an example of him yeah you know that, that that's what turned me off about it is i i don't care and you you probably should especially if you have a contract with him or whatever hold him to a higher standard just it, it just seemed very heavy-handed to me because he literally yeah. got banned like he didn't get suspended he got banned mm -hmm. and then he now i don't know if that was just a placeholder as a suspension or what but sure it just seemed like a very extreme thing to do to not only one of your most popular streamers, but somebody who's been on the platform for a decade. Um, just because you want to convey this message that isn't going to be enforced. And that's the thing too. It's kind of like with Riot Games, right? Yeah. Riot Games promotes this whole don't be toxic, don't rage, don't do this, don't do that. But then you play solo queue and people can get away with whatever they <laughs> they're, want. They're horrific, yeah. Because yeah. they know the system. And yep. it doesn't matter if you set an example of one or two big streamers. Like, okay, you de-partner TF Blade because he's raging and toxic. Okay, fine. But 
is not going to stop you know, the legions of people who have 2000 games played this season. Yeah, I don't know. You know, like it's uh, not because they've played 2000 games and they haven't gotten banned and they probably troll in like one of every four games they play. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it, no, I mean, I, 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 I am, it is a weird problem for Twitch to have. And I think that they are probably, my guess is if I had to like guess why they're being so weirdly heavy handed with bans, it is probably because they are fearing exposure to legal action. Right. Where yeah. they are to like, look like if anybody does anything that, that matches up with this, we are banning them because we can't have the person that we banned three times ago coming back and saying, well, they did this and you didn't do anything. Right. So yeah. they're probably just swinging the hammer. Just like, look like we can't because they've been so inconsistent in the past. Right. Um, mm. I, who knows? I mean, maybe I, I'm very curious to see like how that progresses in the future. Right. Um, with Twitch and especially now that they're the only place um, outside of, I guess, YouTube where people can stream. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, not like there was a lot of, you know, value in going to mixer before, but at least there was like the, the weird specter of mixer buying you, you know what I mean? Um, Like if you made shroud, if you banned shroud for, you know, playing VR chat once, there's the, always the chance that that might be the thing that tips shroud and he goes over to mixer. Right. But now that that doesn't really exist anymore. Yeah. I, I think the, um, they just need to decide what the standard is going to be. Yeah. yeah because, because I feel like this heavy handed target, the top to set an example crap is just not sustainable. Um, because eventually, I mean, look, competition will eventually come up that is challenging to twitch um i don't know when it will be or who it will be maybe youtube really picks up a lot of steam and becomes a very easily browsable similar type of service yep maybe um you know maybe twitch does this shooting themselves in the foot thing and then a competitor comes out with an identical service that doesn't do that mm -hmm. um who knows but it's concerning not only as a streamer, but just as somebody who watches content because it's like, you know, we've seen a couple times now that some very aggressively out of the blue bands have cropped up and it's like, but why? I mean, it, it just seems like they can resolve these problems without banning. I mean, you, you ban, it's like... You would think, I mean, you would think that you're, that's what your partner managers are there for, right? Like every, yeah. every partner is assigned like a guy, like a handler basically. And I don't understand like, why wouldn't you just like send soda pop in a message and be like, yo, like this stuff doesn't fly. Like you got to stop. Apparently there was some talk that during his VR chat stuff, they were like in his chat telling him like, no, 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 no. Like this is not, this is no bueno. Well, I'm right? assuming you have his phone number though. What's that? And, and I'm assuming they have his phone number. Yeah, I'm but, but they, what I'm saying, yeah. like, it's pretty clear when it when a, a purple is in your chat and they're like adding you. I mean, I guess he could always be like, I didn't see it in the scroll, you know, um, but apparently there was a there was a especially the last time before he got banned. And that's why most people thought he got banned is the the VR chat stuff. He was like, there was some 
twitting some some gear in there being like yo some wrench right just like please what are you doing like just just spamming his chat telling him to stop um i don't know but again i don't think that's the proper channel either right like they shouldn't be in his chat telling him what to do they should like you know they should have some sort of contact information for him and yeah yeah send well, him a text message and be like yo like this is no not okay what are you doing you know yeah just just call him or something you know something call his his management oh yeah. i don't i don't i would assume soda or, poppin has representation right or just suspend him i yeah. mean that, that was I, the I part that exactly. was so i mean to me. there's probably reasons why they don't do suspensions and versus bans but i would guess that that's legal that's but like a legal precedent no but i mean what i'm saying is like why they're choosing to do these bans instead of a suspension there's oh, probably well, yeah. like a difference legally between a suspension and a ban to them. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think there's it's probably the there's probably monetary value involved is what I'm saying, because I know yeah. that like when you ban something, <clears throat> something happens with like your revenue, like something strange happens. Hmm. Um, so my guess is that, that may be some sort of clawback for revenue. I don't think they're like trying to they're banning soda poppin because like they're going to be like oh we're not going to have to pay him i don't think that's the case but what i there's probably some sort of tie to revenue and it's like mm -hmm. if we pay him for an action that we that we banned others for but suspend you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like yeah. my guess is there's like weird legalese that makes them have to ban someone um who knows I mean, Twitch appears to just do whatever they want. So <laughs> I, I, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I, I think that they just sort of they have this image of what they want. And I think that they're going to capitalize on anything they can do to set an example for the community because they want this thing, you know, and they want it to be kind good. Of, yeah. And, and to be fair, also, I mean, they're doing it right. I mean, obviously, Twitch is the biggest streaming platform and a lot of people love it, myself included. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it, I don't know. It, I, I wanted to talk about it because it, it just seemed like a very odd development. It is very weird. It's, it, and it's, I, I'd be curious to see if it continues or if it's just like coincidence, right? That they're yeah, just I mean, next, so happen right? to be like, you know, two right together. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll wake up but, tomorrow and like I won't be, you know, it'll, I'll get the ban hammer. You got banned for, you know, I got banned by for talking about anime titties on this, this podcast. Oh my God. That's how they bring me down. Finally. Well, well, we're in the last 15 minutes. Anything? Uh, so, so what are your plans for the week? Like what, aside, obviously like streaming, but, um, yeah, with streaming um, as well, like what, what games do you think you're going to be gravitating towards? So Tarkov all this week, um, really, because Tarkov is very good right now. They just did a bunch of updates patch wise, yeah. and it's it's very good. They they updated the AI, um, so it's a blast to play. Um, the scavs are the AI is like very hard to play against. And it's aggressive, um, which is cool. They've they've done a lot to like make the AI feel a lot more like players. And then they added a bunch of new content. They, they expanded a map. They added a new boss. Um, so the PvP is very... Whenever they add a bunch of content to the game, the PvP gets extremely good, right? Because you have a bunch of sort of the higher-end players all, like, going to the same place. Mm -hmm. So now you're not, like, hoping to bump into those guys. You just know they're going to be there. So it it's uh, a good time 
you just have a higher action streams but they're also like way higher variants where like you'll have days like the first day that the content dropped i was just getting decimated i was just dying i died like probably 80 percent of the raids i played on that day and then the the next two days i maybe died five times total out of the out of all of it so it's uh so i'll be playing a lot of tarkov i'm also doing you know i'm going to continue doing these watch parties because i think they're fun and i like watching the movies i'm watching the running man this week which is a schwarzenegger movie um from the 80s uh i don't know if you've ever seen that have you have, have you just not watched any of these 80s old 80s action movies i i feel like i grew up watching a lot of them and i just haven't watched them recently oh, like yeah. very recently but i grew up basically just loving these movies yeah running man basically in running man you it's like a game show but it's to the death and like people are trying to kill you the entire time um and it's very like future weird like future dystopia it's it's really good and it has schwarzenegger like just rattling off like all of these silly one-liners it's it's great it's real dumb um so we're gonna watch that on tuesday night and then um yeah just kind of you know getting through the record play track mania on 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 thursday again which has been a blast um getting stomped by like all these very high level like guys who are like on the leaderboards for that game just getting decimated uh <laughs> is is fun watching them just zoom past me and finish tracks like 10 seconds faster than me and i'm just like oh no um so i'll be doing that and then I, i'm going to continue i'm going to finish ghosts of tsushima um hopefully this week uh that game is it's very good it's a good mm. it's very hard i have it like cranked all the way up to like the max difficulty um and you are a samurai killing machine it's it's very cool because it it knows like all the moments that make you feel cool yeah. so and it it knows how to like zoom the camera in and slow everything down and then spray blood across the camera it's 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 good um but yeah i'll be playing a lot of tarkov pretty much very nice would you say the tarkov wipe is kind of like an action rpg wipe um yeah it's exactly like that so it it, it wipes all progress it, it you know it's like a seasonal wipe basically tarkov is is played in seasons if you think about it they just don't call it that yeah um yeah. and then what they do but so because tarkov is in beta um generally those seasons coincide with very large updates so they'll make like massive balance changes or like kind of like league did you know where mm -hmm. where league does a bunch of like weird stuff during the off season and uh yeah. you know they'll like change the jungle or change the map or something um they kind of do that with tarkov as well um so they make a bunch of changes and they wipe everything the, the other thing with tarkov is it doesn't really it doesn't really have an end game so they keep doing these wipes every probably six months because like about three months in you're at the end game state so we're coming up on this will be the third month of the wipe mm. Um, so about the end of this month, I'll pretty much be like ready to not play yeah. Tarkov. <laughs> but for this month, it's going to be great. It's it, this is like peak Tarkov time in my opinion. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. What about you? What what hodgepodge, um, poo poo platter you got going on over there? <laughs> I, I I'm half undecided, half not. Um, I've actually been. I almost don't even want to say it. I, 
part of me wants to for one night play some more Torchlight 3. N not very much of it, but I just want to um dive back into the end game a little bit more and just yep. see if it's more stable. Because when I tried to play it before, it was just a mess. So yeah. before they come out with the big patch, which they're going to do this big relic rework thing, which is probably when I'll start playing a little bit more. Um, I do want to kind of try to see what is going on in the end game from a more progression pushing standpoint. I mean, you can you can be the number one Torchlight 3 streamer on Twitch. I mean, I have been for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I that's the joke um yeah it's yeah it's, i mean it's a pretty tragic um, it's a tragic game it, i hope something happens with that game and they figure it out i really do because yeah, I, be I really liked two a lot so yeah i mean it'd be great if they made the game good you should you know what you should you should think about doing is you should seriously think about playing a little bit of yakuza just like yakuza. maybe like 30 minutes of it and see if you like it because it's on Game Pass, I think. I think Zero is on Game Pass, maybe. <laughs> um, you should you should really consider it because that game is just next yeah le next level I, great. It is it is with game it is on Game Pass, yeah. Well, so so I have to get Fury complete. Um, I'm gonna have to beat Fury from a boy MC. So well, that doesn't take that long, right? Fury's not that long. Um, I I think I can probably knock it out in one more night. Yeah. But once I recharge my brain, I, I think I can dive back in and probably bang it out. But it, it's definitely not a game I think you can run in one night. Like no, from start no. to finish. So you're, it you're, gets it's gonna get harder. It gets harder. Yeah, you just you kind are, of start yeah. to slowly die. Like that game <laughs> so, is uh is very difficult, but it's a good soundtrack of that game too. Great soundtrack. It's a bumping yeah. soundtrack. Um yeah, aside from that, I mean, it's pretty open-ended. Um, there, there's a lot of little early access games that I want to kind of pick at. Um, I do want to do more Kickstarter stuff because that was really fun. Yeah. I feel like I'm at my best when I'm watching content like that. So <laughs> <laughs> scrolling, I, through, scrolling through the old Kickstarters, yeah. Yeah, just digging in the dumpster for a gem. <laughs> You've heard it here first, and Cross at his best digging through the dumpster. Yeah, oh yeah. His peak. That's his final form. That's my peak. Well, I mean, I grew up playing in the sewer, so it's only yep. from the sewer to the accurate. dumpster. <laughs> Started in the sewer. Now we here. I uh, yeah, it, some of that. I, I don't know. I mean, for me, again, it's going to be kind of weird until Shadowlands comes out, I think. Um, yep. Really, unless like a game comes out that blows me away. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not really th th there's not like a game for me to latch on to right now. Which yeah. would be nice to have because again, streaming every day, it'd be nice to have a default game that is like, yeah, I can play this anytime and it it's no problem. So. One of the things I really want to do, and it, like I, maybe this is a question that I'll leave, maybe we'll we'll close the stream out with this, but this is a question that I had for you: is what do you feel like? So one of the streamers that I watch is pretty large. Uh, his name's mm -hmm. Northern Lion. Um, he's like a big YouTuber, but he has pretty huge following on Twitch as well. Um, he does like these sort of um, shows where he brings a bunch of people on, like like four people, other streamers, yeah. and then they play like through a like smattering of games, right? They play like all these weird co-op games. What are your thoughts on like doing something like that? Do you have any interest in playing co-op games on stream? Um, 
I do. My problem is I'm a very socially shy person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a, a lot of people, I think, in my stream get very surprised to hear that. But when it comes to playing games with other people, yeah, I'm actually very shy about it. Um, I, I I think it's rooted in like I, I I'm just a very socially anxious person in general. I, I'm a very reclusive, private person. Um, so for me to put myself in situations like that is a little bit difficult. Um, but that being said, it, it's not something I'm closed off to. Because it takes a lot of the pressure off of deciding like, okay, well, what am I going to play? You know? Yeah. Um, And for me, again, right now, I'm kind of just doing whatever. This is kind of a nice little, like after the big surge of like Torchlight 3 challenges and like punching the butcher for two hours and like whatever. After doing all that stuff, being able to kind of wind down and have a little bit more of a low key stream where I can really just kind of like just chill with my regulars for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Because for me, my viewership is so spiky. It's just like every day, it's just like random. Yeah, wild. So I, yeah. I never know what I'm loading into. I never know. Um, and so sometimes you kind of like, you know, it, it's just very, uh, you know, you, you just never know what you're going to get. So yeah. being able to consistently have something kind of low-key has been nice. So I've just been kind of enjoying that and sure. really whatever you know if if co-op streams and stuff facilitate that cool um yeah it, it's just hard to say yeah but well you should you should let me know because i i have some people that i i do that kind of thing with and yeah. like um we've been doing we've been playing like golf with friends and i mean real it's some, some really ultra casual stuff like golf golf with friends we played uh sumo rumble online which is a great game by the way you should you should check that out it's called circle of sumo and uh, it's super dumb, but surprisingly deep. It's, you're basically these sumo wrestlers on a circle. And you're trying to push each other out of the, the ring. Okay. Uh, it's very dumb, but very good. Um, and then we've been playing Panzerball, which is like a marble game where you like roll around. Um, and think about it. Decide if you want to, you know, roll it around with your viewers and see if they would want to see watch you play their stuff. If you did, if if you still have viewers after playing Rocket Arena, that is. <laughs> well, uh, what's what's funny actually is like as much as my regulars rip on it, it's actually amazing for viewership. I mean, that's because you're getting like 15, 12 year olds watching it. I I like, guess, I love but I know this. everyone I play with on that game is like thirty. Yeah, you I can, have yet to encounter a squeaker. Not you even can one. you can. What I will say is, you know what kills for viewership? You know, and I'll tell you this is a secret. But if you stream any mobile game that is very popular, you will literally have 50 plus viewers every time. Yeah, stream. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have yeah, for me because it's like a bunch of eight year olds that are like, oh, I love this game. You know, what's like, funny is like I actually enjoy Rocket Arena. Yeah, I really do. It's fun. Like I actually have a lot of fun playing. I played, like it, I, I played a little bit of it over the weekend. It's not bad. Yeah, it, it's it's not too shabby. But I mean, I like the pirate guy. Yeah, yeah. I think he's fun. I don't know if I would want to stream it very much. I was really just kind of trying it out for the free weekend. Mm. But so, uh, you heard it here first, uh, in Cross. Heavy rotation it, on Rocket Arena. Now, if I was chilling for viewers, I mean, I would just be living in Torchlight. Just be living in Torchlight forever. Yeah. I mean, I, I Torchlight Three is like always True my game. go-to game if I need to get viewers. But I, I don't really stream for that reason, though. Yeah, like, sure. It, it's not really. I, I don't think it's something that like my regulars want to watch really 
Um, because I, I think they can kind of tell it's not something I especially want to play very much. Yeah. And so I, I, I think that they get into watching me get excited about a game. And it's very yeah. easy to get me excited about a game. Like, yeah. case in point, Rocket Arena. Like, if, if I play a game and it just catches me off guard, I'm in for the whole night. Like, yeah, I'm in. It's very easy for me to do that. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Right now, I, I'm kind of just trying a bunch of new stuff out because really, I think once ever or once Shadowlands comes out, I'm going to be back You're in uh, WoW yeah. mode. Like, You're hooked on be that for a while. Yeah, I think I'm going to be playing a lot of arenas. I don't know if I'm going to make my whole channel WoW related. Um, I, I don't especially want that, but it, it'll definitely be a sizable chunk of what I'm doing from day to day. Um, okay. And then really outside of that i mean with the little time i have i'm i'm making youtube content right now so that's pretty much it i'm interested to hear i'm interested to watch some of that yeah i'm kind of keeping it under wraps right now because i don't want to like yeah no no no. keep it i I want to have to keep your secrets sir well it's not that it's a secret it's not a particularly original concept it's just that i don't want to lock myself into a creative idea yeah Uh, that's fine i mean i'm excited to see whatever you put out so I'm here for yeah. the, I'm here for the hot and cross content. I don't care what it is. <laughs> it, it should be pretty fun. I, I something I've always really wanted to get into as well as game reviews. I, I really enjoy the idea of reviewing games, and I, I think that my know, viewers appreciate it as well. So I did reviews for a year on a podcast, and I'm good. I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> I will give I will give opinions, but I will not give reviews because of dude. When we had so the podcast that I had, video games were a mistake. That they got like 10,000, 15,000 listens every time we put it out. Yeah. Dude, when we would review a game and I would like a bag on a game that other people liked, it is the worst in your inbox the next day. Like that, that, that thing would go live and the amount of hate that I would get on like Twitter or like an emails, like people would be like aggressively furious. I can't believe. Do you, are, how do you do a podcast? You know, I mean, like, just not very friendly stuff. I'm going to tell you right now. People really like video games, and when you you differ in their opinion, they're big mad about it. It's, well, I, I had that happen to me, actually, when I wrote my Torchlight 3 review. I had people a, loved it, and you were... Well, I, a, well, a lot of people liked it, but I had a regular that was uh, in chat that wanted it, and then I, I gave it to him. And uh, he was just calling gonna, me like autistic. So if, and, if you guys yeah. want to clip something out of this episode, it's that that little run right there where he said <laughs> he wanted it, so I gave it to him. Just clip that, dude. By the end of this year, I'm gonna have so many clips that are just like God, God. <laughs> I have so many fucking cringe ass clips. <laughs> I, I I hope that someone highlighted the bow story because I really want to go back and watch it again. And just I experience. I'm, it again. I'm sure. So eventually, I'll retell it for people at some point. Yeah, should, it, but I'm on day 80, right? The, today is day 80 of yeah, my year. Save it for like the goal, you know, like the 300 range. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it, it, it'll maybe be maybe like one that. every hundred. Tell it once every hundred streams. You know, yeah. in in the range. Okay. Well. You know, we told it in this first hundred. I got to save it for we got at least 90 more streams before I can tell it again. <laughs> if my channel ever has like another big boom, then maybe I'll, you know, mm. maybe I'll 
I'll bust out the bow story. But I it, mean, it maybe, really maybe does just telling so the pain. bow story every night is how you you really get that boom. <laughs> it it just kills me inside because <laughs> I relive every moment and I can just recall every facial expression. It, it's just such a visceral experience for me. Yeah. And for all the podcast viewers, they have no idea what we're talking about. But trust me, someday you will. Good and God. and it's going to be worth the wait. It's not. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> With that, any any parting thoughts? Anything else you want to say before we ride off into the night? No, I think we covered just about everything pretty pretty decently. Great. Thanks for listening to the second episode of What Is This Anyway? We had a great time recording it. I hope you enjoyed listening. We are now on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, tons of other places. We'd really appreciate it if you'd review us on iTunes. It helps us out a lot. And uh, we'll see you next time.